Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Browner and Lawhead. Listen, so funny thing happened. I was going to get a brand new theme song. So because when we start the show, it's the roots. Uh, and I was going to switch it to uh, uh, Crazy in Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z. Because the way that it starts, is if you've ever heard the song, the start of the song will get you pumped. I don't care what kind of music you listen to. But then I couldn't find a song without paying for it. So I didn't do it. Brown and Lawhead, Monday through Wednesday. Today is our Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. What up, Jason? Sometimes no change is good change, you know, yeah. especially when you get to hold on to your change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All change adds to a dollar, my man. That's right. Good, man. Good. It's our Friday. You know, uh, always a lot to talk about in a short time, man. So I, uh, I, I'm i always a uh, uh, pleasure tickled when I sit down with you, you know, and that's not uh, in any other form than just a, a good, honest, clean fun. So, Something you can cancel me over. Oh, and listen, the day, the night is young. Uh, we've got possibly some conversations on some NFL games because, you know, they're they're sprinkling out these games as if, I don't know, they're playing them next week. Uh, I got some crypto questions. We're going to talk about the Warriors and, 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 and the, and the uh, Grizzlies and, and game six, game five tonight, closeout game for the Warriors. Jeannie Buss spoke. And when Jeannie Buss speaks, it's so rare that you have to talk about it, but she literally made the worst news possible. We'll get into that and why. But first, you know, Kyrie Irving's season is over, and yet he's the player that keeps on giving. By the way, shout out to the Padres yesterday for winning that game in the ninth inning. You had me worried there. Mm-hmm. You had me worried. I, did, I didn't know which way it was up. Luckily for us, it was a warning track. Warning track power. Shout out to warning track power. Um, so Sean Marks was meeting with the, the, uh, the media today, and he was asked about Kyrie Irving. And we're going to play these comments of Kyrie Irving. And I want you to just listen to what he says. Because this, this, my friend, is very, very interesting. Now, you you, you, you got to hear, you got to hear what he said. Oh, wait, <clears throat> hold on. So far. Did you hear that? You heard the whole quote. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've read it, I've, uh, I've heard it, um, and there's, it's what are the no lies? Is that what the young people say? No cap. What is it? No cap. No cap. Right? There's no cap there. It's all, it's all truth. So- it's all true. Did I said this after the after the Celtics swept the Nets? They showed Kyrie going around hugging and I said. He he's more happy that the Celtics advanced as a net than he ever was when he was a Celtic. He was never that happy when the Celtics advanced or won a playoff game when he was standing in street clothes as a Celtic, supposed to be a support system. He couldn't get out of Cleveland fast enough after having that kind of success. And yeah, he's a great one-on-one player. A lot of guys have been in this league. Tons of guys' names that you can't ever remember. When we bring them up, you go, oh, yeah, how did that guy not make the all-75 team, Alex? There's been all kinds of scores because guess what? There's a lot of points in the NBA. Somebody's got to get them. Kevin Love got a bunch of them in Minnesota. Somebody's got to get all these chunks of 120 points that are being scored. But I'll tell you what, ever since he hit that shot, 
against Golden State in game seven. This guy has had the playoff yips. You know how a golfer gets the yips? They win a big major. Maybe they shouldn't have. You know, they were kind of a, a underdog. They they do something miraculous. One hit, one and then afterwards, they get the yips. They can't hit the ball straight for three years. They got to go through a bunch of stuff. But the difference is, is I don't think Kyrie really cares. I, I got to tell you, I love what Sean Mark said, and I wish Rob Polinka would speak the same way. Mm-hmm. Because Sean Marks is taking his organization back. And I'm pretty sure Sean Marks has got the okay to do this from the owner. He doesn't need permission to do this from Kevin Durant, but he needs permission from the owner to do this. Kyrie cannot be on that team next year. Now, they can't publicly say that, but Kyrie's got an option to pick up. And what Sean Marks just did, Sean Marks did a little something in the business world. You fire the first salvo. I'm not saying he doesn't need to be here, but I'm going to make a public remark that is disparaging to him <laughs> while not saying his name. He knows who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about, but I don't have to say his name. I don't have to say Kyrie Irving. We want to make sure that he wants to be here. We should, We want to make sure that he's going to be selfless. Like They said all these things that are not Kyrie Irving. They said all these things that everyone else has said is not Kyrie Irving. Sean Marks did that for a reason, and he smartly said after that, player option. Kyrie's got to figure out what he wants to do with his player option. And then follow that up with saying, guys want to be here. Basically, guys want to be committed. Guys want to be a part of this team. So if, <laughs> if, I'm, if, if I have been observing anything from Kyrie Irving, he's going to say something stupid. He's going to come out and say something really stupid and, and I'm better than everyone else. I'm smarter than everyone else. And then team just going to be like, hey, man, don't sign that option, dog. Go play somewhere else or we'll trade you. Now, I don't know what you can get for him, but if, if, I'm in a, if I'm in a Brooklyn organization and we're now publicly talking like this, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean – yeah, I, I love what the, the GM did, too. And you, you made a great point. He took his franchise back. And you know what? At the end of the day, he knows it's I'm going to be the fall guy. I'm not going to be the fall guy before this guy makes me the fall guy. So I'm going to go, you know, put my mark on this whole controversy. Say it this way. This how, you know, referencing, like you said, everybody knows, you know, even the deaf guy in the building knows who you're talking about. <laughs> right. Um, so. Yeah, and and that's the one thing that yeah that's you know uh, if there's going to be any you know uh, non dysfunction that that like what's going on in the Lakers situation for example that has to be if that's not going to happen in Brooklyn that that has to be nipped in the bud like right now like yesterday like the Lakers needed to do it like like a year and a half ago that that needed to be done yesterday and that's what his objective was his thing was i'm getting this thing taken care of yesterday i don't care that we got swept and we're old news you want to have a press conference with me i'm the gm what you want to hear what i think this is what i think and uh i loved it yeah and you're right palinka maybe a lot of other gms around uh the league need to maybe step up and talk about uh what's happening with their roster and, and the, the, the commitment that some of these guys do or don't have.
the idea for sports is you cannot fire the players. In, in basketball, it works like this in basketball. In football, they just ball you up and throw you away. The general manager will be fired. The head coach will be fired if things go wrong. So if I'm the general manager, I'm doing this my way. Once I get you under contract, I'm doing it my way, period. Because at, at worst, I can get value for you if I trade a superstar player. I will get some value from it. Right. If you don't have no trade clause, I'll trade you to Siberia for, for two first-round picks. Right. I don't care. I'll get Brittany Griner back for your, your Right. I'll trade, you to, <laughs> I'll trade you a room trip. I'm sure Russia would love Kyrie as an, as an exchange. Oh, they would love to tote him around. Just talk crazy about the America, crazy man. <laughs> So for for me, I look at this as Sean Marks going. You know what? I'm gonna get fired anyway if this don't work out. And by the fire, if this don't work out, I mean by next year, right? So I'm gonna do this my way, one mm -hmm. way, and see if we can get this going my way. And then if it works, great. If it doesn't, you know, I can always use this as an excuse as to why it never worked out. And so when we talk about the Lakers in the same breath, the Lakers are doing the exact opposite yeah. of taking back their franchise. Genie Bus is rowing in the completely opposite direction of what the Nets are doing. Now, I wouldn't say that the Lakers have had a, a distraction to size and, and, and style of Kyrie Irving, so to speak. But the Lakers have a roster issue. They have a 100% roster issue. And upon asking a bevy of questions, Bill, Pla Bill Plasky asked Genie Bus a ton of, I don't want to call them puff questions, because if you get one of these people to sit down with you, you don't want to blow it by being a dick, but you do want to get answers for the fans. And this is what they did. Like, what she said about LeBron was, and I quote, she wants to make sure he's happy. <laughs> Jeannie, that's how you got here. That's how you got here. That's why you got Russell Westbrook rotating almost about 40 million a year. It's how you got here trying to make sure LeBron was happy. Here's the thing about happiness. You're over the cap with three players because you want to make LeBron happy. Three players put you over the three. cap. You're paying luxury tax after that. And so when you look, when you want to make one guy happy at the expense of everyone else, even if it is LeBron James, you're doing your you're doing your organization a massive disservice. Because yes, LeBron deserves input when you do things with the roster. But he doesn't deserve final say. And if you look at what happened last offseason, he got final say on Russell Westbrook. And it showed. And who was the first person to bail on Russell Westbrook? LeBron. So I, as, as much as I like Jeannie Buss, and, and I think that her position in the Lakers is vital for the outlook of women in sports, you got to be good. Jeannie Buss has to be good. Because if she's not good... Any person who criticizes her will be looked at as, oh, you're only criticizing if a man did that. Because when her brothers were terrible, people were telling her her brothers were terrible. Period. Yeah, I mean, a couple more seasons like this in 30, 40 years, HBO will be making a series called Losing Time, and it'll be about her <laughs> reign over, her and LeBron's reign over um, the, uh, the franchise. But, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me. Wouldn't ex I, I would have been really surprised and uh, kind of jaw-dropped had she come out and talked more uh, uh, like the Brooklyn 
you know, like Marks, I, I, I would have been way more surprised. This doesn't surprise me. This is just another, um, you know, kind of, uh, it'll fix itself like life always does for some of these people in their minds, you know, like it'll all fix the, itself. This will all just take care of itself. The lawyers will take care of it. <laughs> you know, we'll plunge that little uh, uh, sub sub company into bankruptcy. That'll just take it. We'll take care of it. Everything will, will take care of it. And um because at the end of the day, Jeannie's not going to lose her job. And if no. she wants to play, you know, um, just like, you know, some type of TV executive that just kind of keeps the yes men around um, until she's pushed into a corner to fire somebody like a Polinka and then things just dissolve in a row, then then she can do that. Whereas, you know, the Brooklyn guy is he's, he's, he's after keeping his job, his reputation, his resume when, you know. Brooklyn will never be the last place any of these guys end up, coaches, GMs, almost right. never. So, um, whereas the Lakers will be, you know, buried on Jeannie Buss's headstone as owner of from whenever to whenever. Right. Daughter of Dr. Jerry. Like, that's going to be on her headstone. Um, this guy still got a Wikipedia page to fill of a career of different places. So, yeah, man. I mean, and you'll see probably. And and the funny thing is, is through all the turmoil the Nets had to go through with with Kyrie and and the way that all happened, and then 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 trading Harden and having they're the team that's in the playoffs and the Lakers seemingly with all these guys, even though they didn't gel, they were there, cash and checks, and uh, had the chance to play basketball this season for the most part, aside from some games missed, but they got nowhere. One of the other questions that she was asked was about people around the organization because you're a huge Cleveland guy. I'm a huge Chicago guy. We both uh, view the Padres as our team we cover because locally the show's based in San Diego for anybody listening. If you think for one second, and I mean one second, you know about as much of the orbit of any other organization than you do the Lakers. Like, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers? Dan Gilbert. Who's their general manager? Kobe Altman. Can you name two other front office people? In the Cavs? That don't, yeah, yeah. Well, Mike Ganzi actually is the, I believe, the vice president of basketball operations. Young guy. He actually was a local stud high school player years after me at a, at a high school called Olmstead Falls. Went on and played at West Virginia. Good, good ball player. But he had um, but after that, you know, I would have to probably kind of know. Um, the no. Ramseys, the Ramseys are uh, uh, Kurt Rambis and Linda Rambis mm -hmm. have jobs in the Lakers organization. No one knows what they do. No one knows what they do. Are they advisors? Do they have day jobs? Do they are they ghost payroll? No one knows what they do. Phil Jackson, is he an advisor? Is he still banging and slanging that? No one knows. No one knows. She says she still leans. This came, this came from the interview. I quote, I quote, someone she can always lean on. What successfully has Phil Jackson done in basketball other than coach? Exactly. Nothing. This is, again, the NBA is better when the Lakers are good. That's not debatable. 
she's got a bunch of people around her in jobs that they never displayed anything of any monocle of success at that job that they are in. Kurt Rambis was a terrible NBA basketball coach. Terrible. Kurt is, is proving himself to be a terrible front office person. If Linda Rambis is somebody who she leans on for advice, she's clearly terrible too because this is bad advice. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Rams, it's and that's the operation that's happening over there in, in L.A. And it's uh, it makes what LeBron's all about even more of the ability to, to just fester everything. So now you've got two mentalities, you know, you say all you want about LeBron and blame like LeBron for being the guy that is the GM and he runs it. But like LeBron or no LeBron. Genie Bus is already operating that place like a LeBron situation when he goes into it. I mean, she's already operating it that way. So LeBron or no LeBron, um, if anything, LeBron probably speaks to her uh, with the way he likes to have things done uh, from the locker room to the court. Maybe that's something that she absolutely relates to and can feel you know, sorry for, and, you know, when people come down on him or criticize him about it, maybe that uh, she has that empathy for that. I, I, that I don't know, but um, uh, one way or another, if they don't figure out how to win on the court, uh, this is just going to be embarrassing as it goes more and, and longer. I mean, next year, if they have the kind of year they have next year that they had this year, and I don't care if guys are healthy or not, I, there's no excuses. I mean, there is no no excuses you can make up to have next year like that last year. And I don't even care if guys are hurt with the way they're spending money. There is no possible way. There's no way you can cut it. There's no way you can slice it. If that team is not successful yet, like next year, this will be an object failure of her leadership. And she may be, she might lose ownership of the, or the person who steers the boat, she might lose her reins if she's now gone. She she moved heaven and earth to get LeBron here. The first year, they don't make the playoffs. The second year, they win the championship in the bubble. The third year, they don't make the playoffs. And now you're about to go into a fourth year where you may not make the playoffs. There's no indication. Like, there's no real indication that Anthony Davis can stay healthy. Or, by the way, rumor mill time, that he'll even be on the roster. Because no one's trading for Russell Westbrook, period. You're going to either have to eat that money, trade him to a team, and go, okay, we'll pay 70% of that contract. Or you're going to have to trade Anthony Davis for assets. Because at the way that they're constructed, unless Anthony unless Anthony Davis comes back as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his prime, it won't matter. Right. It won't matter. It won't matter at all. So we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. She says she still loves Magic Johnson. Their relationship is better than ever. She she, she has a lot of explaining to do. She's got a lot of fixing to do. But I will give her credit for this and this only. She recognizes that. She's self-aware. She understands that things look bad for the organization. She understands that the public image for the Lakers is not at, at, in a place where she would like for it to be. And she's working towards fixing that. And I'm okay with that. What I don't want, if for any Laker fan or just for basketball in general, is for people to look up 
and see Jeannie Buss being clueless as to the state of the Lakers. And she's not clueless as to the state of the Lakers. I just think she's clueless on how to fix it. And that, may be, that might actually be a bigger issue. We're browning along ahead. We're here on the Mightier 1090 ESPN podcasting. We're coming to you via YouTube and via iTunes podcast. And you can reach us in so many ways. But we'll be back because we've got more. I'm going to talk a little crypto. Brown okay. and Lawhead. It's the return. Brown and Lawhead here on the Mighty Air 1090 ESPN. If you're driving in your car, if you're listening via podcast, shout out to you and the iTunes podcast store under Kaplan and Crew. We're in the Great Friends Podcast Network. Shout out to you if you're watching on YouTube. Shout out to you and the Kaplan and Crew, uh, Great Friends Podcast Network, and the YouTube as well. So, first half of the podcast, we talked about Sean Marks basically telling Kyrie Irving, get it together, get out. Then we talked about Jeannie Buss basically saying, LeBron, you don't have to get it together. Just, you know, stay with me. I I got a question. And this has nothing to do with sports, which turns into our favorite topics. around. Mm-hmm. Crypto's a scam. I, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. Any person who is out here selling crypto, bro, you, you pyramid scamming people. Stop it. Stop it. You're selling money. And if anybody out there is a crypto expert at Browner's Podcast on Twitter and tell me I'm a liar. Tell me I'm a liar. Do you remember, Jason, that there was once this... um Money's a scam. I just, I, I, I'm working on this joke where I'm like, the crypt, people are like, dude, you into crypto? I'm like, I don't even understand money yet. Do you understand? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the dollar, like all of it. It's that's even a, a a scam today. I mean, come on. But anyway, if, what was your what was going to be your question? If the two of us, okay, if Brown and Lawhead could create a cryptocurrency, okay, mm-hmm. we are now we are now money. Whatever we produce, your money, baby, your money. You don't even know it, right? So we can now create a a uh, currency. Put it out there, have people buy our money, and have it be good in places. Like, that's not what's happening. If you can't tell me how it works and why I lost value on it, how why one day it's worth $50 a dollar, and now today I owe you 20 cents on this dollar, it's fake. It's not real. At one point in time, I knew a friend of mine who is selling crypto, and that's how this entire topic came up, by the way. He sells crypto, or he's trying to get people into crypto. At one point in time, about 15 years ago, we've been friends for a really long time. He's a hustler. Shout out to him. Hats off to him. I'm not going to say his name because he listens, and he's going to be mad when he hears this. So you remember when those people were selling soap, and they were trying to get you to sell soap as well? (laughs) What was that called? Um... But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I remember when there was that thing. I had some buddies that were trying to peddle that uh, ACN. It was like a uh, home phone, mobile speaker phone, the first like camera phone, and it was like a pyramid scheme. And they were like, "Well, if you if you buy this one from me for all this money, and then get your if you can get ten guys signed up to buy, then you can get yours for free, and then make money on." I'm like, "What?" So again, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> It's great for home business. I'm like, no. And then the the company never became anything. It was embarrassing. What was and there was another one going around where it, it was um 
you could have a lawyer. So it weren't your lawyer, but okay. you could you could basically uh, uh, rent a letterhead or or pay per subscription a month for this letterhead. And okay. whoever, if you signed up, then you get other people to sign up, and that's basically how you made your money. Do you remember what that was called? No, but you remember what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but I just have no idea what they were called. Right. This is no different than that. If I, if if you have to come to me and sell money, it's not real. Like it's literally not real. Cryptocurrency is just another thing that really smart people convince some people who think they're really smart to give them money for, and it works. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all it is. They found a way in the stock market to sell you something that you literally, you literally cannot do anything worth it with it. Now, I, I also know some people who bought a home with crypto. Good for you. Good for you. Get rid of it while you can. Because I... Yeah, it's definitely like a pump and dump type of a thing, and you got to be smart enough know to know where to like uh, get it get it from and what to dump it for. And like I said, I'm still learning on how to do that with money. Uh, you're not the <laughs> you're not the only one, brother. You're not the <laughs> only one. It is money is so difficult to even break down and understand financially. Now there's different forms of money in crypto where there's different types of coins and 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 it's just like no. Well, and what's scary is like like mainstream celebrities are pitching this stuff, you know, Matt Damon. I mean, I don't even know. I dare I say even you know LeBron is he doing a commercial for like these crypto? Yes, him and, yeah. him and Matt Damon. Yeah, right. And then a few other people I've seen. Um, where I've been like, wow, that, that guy is into that selling crypto world. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, they're, and then, but it's, they're all so vague, right? The commercials are just yes. so vague. It's just, um, they're selling you star power. They're not actually telling yeah, you they're what they're selling, selling. They're selling you look, what, guess they're selling you guess what's behind door number three. They're really selling you like they're selling you. Let's make a deal. Yeah, they're selling you pick a door. What it could be, uh, uh, and then you open the one and it's, eh, eh, and that's when you are the one who got scammed or you bought into a, a crypto that plunged that within tank. the next day. Yeah, or you know you you don't know enough about it to unload it when you have like you know so and then door number three is. You know, you still have there's more doors through there to get to the fortune. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to each their own. Right. Hey, good luck and exactly. God bless you. You know, um, you're smarter just, than me if it works. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay busy on this whole, um, you know, uh, whatever it is legitimate currency i won't even say that i couldn't even get that out of my mouth uh whatever uh, current currency maybe that's why they call uh. it um that we're on right now so but yeah i mean i've never had it ever explained to me where it can come close to understanding it even from like people who think that they're in it and they're doing well in it and like i'm still at the end i'm like so what <laughs> uh you know, here are the <laughs> here are the top. This is according to the internet. These are the top pyramid schemes. 
Amway. Okay. Herbalife, which. Oh, Herbalife. That's hilarious. I knew some people that were trying to pitch that back in the early days. Mary Kay. Mary Kay. What? uh, Something called Holy Magic, Venma. Like, dude, like these things are real. And crypto's crypto's definitely going to make this list because there's no way it can't if you are actually paying attention. Like Mary Kay is is business in motion. Something called United Sciences of America. Burn Lounge Inc. I don't even know what that is. Fortune High Tech Marketing. Bima. New Skin Enterprises. Herbalife and Amway. Amway, Amway is the perfect example of why you have to pay attention. Because even Amway gave you something tangible. Mm-hmm. Like it gave you something that you could sell to someone else. That was those were the detergent people I was speaking of. Right. Amway. They gave you at Amway, least a kit. They gave you at least a kit. Yes. Yeah. They physically gave you something. So did Mary Kay. They they physically give you something. Herbalife physically gives you something. Right. So yeah, crypto. Good luck. Crypto's like, dude, I'll email you. <laughs> good luck awesome know? dude thanks for signing up you'll get a confirmation email with you your confirmation password. code you're email, like wait bro. what that's all you Here's get an app bro yeah it's an <laughs> app you got an iphone oh yeah you better get an iphone dude if you're gonna Here's be on app bro you can watch your money tank bro yeah on you your crypto bro right and then and this number you have for me is a burner phone bro so when it goes bad bro you'll never be able to get a hold of me bro <laughs> The crypto man is like the weed man. At the this crypto point. bro. No, that's the guy. Like that. That's his character name. Crypto bro. And he comes in. Crypto bro. Like, yeah, he's like the. Yeah, he's like he's like the stoned crypto guy. <laughs> hey, bro! I got these coins, bro. bro come on, bro! Or you be killed. You be and NFT it, bro. <laughs> you want to be rich, bro? You're <laughs> gonna be so mad about. Uh... This. Be so mad about this. Prove prove me wrong. Um, back to sports. I just had to talk about that because I, I I get people trying to sell back to sports. I get so many people trying to sell me crypto, and I'm so over it. I'm I don't care. I'm so over it. Please miss me with it. The only um, good thing about crypto uh, is that uh, it gives me more followers on Instagram. <laughs> hey, I'll never I'll never reply to that DM, but please keep following me. I need those all numbers. of you. I need the numbers. Um, tonight, Warriors. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies attempt to end the series. And I got to tell you, with John Morant out and the Golden State Warriors playing as bad as they did yesterday. I mean, we don't we don't really need to talk about last night's games because, it, in all honesty, what's happening with Dallas on the road is disgusting. And what's happening on the road last, last night, you know what, let's talk about Miami for a second. Miami, Philadelphia for a second. I love Joel Embiid. I think he's a great player. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I said he was going to be a Hall of Famer before he was even drafted. I thought he has shades of Hakeem Olajuwon, a bigger, stronger version of Hakeem Olajuwon. I love Joel Embiid. He's so emotional. He is so emotional. You did not win the MVP. Not only did you not go out there and show people why, okay, well, maybe you aren't the MVP. You did the exact opposite. You went out there and you basically emo the game which drug your whole team down and you appeared to not want to be there like you can't count on james harden at this point 
But you also now, because you didn't win the MVP, you spent literally the first half of the game looking like you were pouting. You are one series, you're two games away from the Eastern Conference Finals, and you literally spent a half pouting publicly on the court that you did not win the award. So I, what Doc Rivers is, Doc Rivers gets a lot of credit, man. Doc Rivers gets a lot of credit for being a great coach. I got to tell you, if he never had Kevin Garnett come into his life, Doc Rivers would be an analyst. Tom Thibodeau and, and Kevin yes. Garnett. Really, yes. at the end of the day, that's what it was. Tom Thibodeau is uh, on his way to being an analyst. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not giving, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that relationship, Thibodeau to Doc, um, you know, Thibodeau's an assistant. He's a great assistant. He's the kind of guy, he's a Tex winner. He's a defense, he's the kind yes. of guy you want to have on your bench. He's the kind of guy as an assistant that makes you a great, great coach, a great yes. all-time coach. Um, so that's just, that's how that, that's just how, uh, that, that relationship was, and it was a perfect relationship. And, um, so yeah, I mean, and you know, if you were to say, if you were to say there was a player that was cryptocurrency, it's James Harden. I mean, you know, uh, he had a chance to at least, you know, play to a level on the road in game five and back up a game that he had in game four. And I was, it was in the closing minutes of yesterday show, but I was saying that game four, after being down 2-0 to the Heat, that game four performance was probably the biggest James Harden has ever come up in that far yes. into a val- – for what was on the line. I mean, yes. he has tanked up 3-2, up 2-0, up 2-1. That guy has gone and crawled into the hole. So I was really impressed in this game four performance by going, hey, look, yeah, he's played some better playoff games in years past early in playoff series where they've had playoff leads against mismatches where he's had 50 sure that's a great game big deal but this is the biggest he's come up in on the stage of the playoffs and then he goes right back on the road and goes and crawls into that James Harden just disappearing playoff role that he's done so many times and I really felt like you know we talked yesterday I really felt like you know Philly had some momentum but you're yep. right Joel Embiid lets this MVP vote be bigger than what's going on in a 2-2 series and how are we going to go win in Miami when we've got them kind of on the ropes in a way. We've got them, you know, If you, I've always said, if a series is 2-2, I want to be the team that just won the last two. I don't want to be the team that won the first two. I want to be the team that won the last two or at least the last one in a 2-2 series. And, and Philly had that going for them. And, um, yeah, they let that. And then the kind of performance. And now it looks like I just don't even think Philly has what it takes to win a game on the road now um, after seeing that last night. I thought thought the Miami Heat are a better team. I think they're better coached. But none of that beats a better player. And it depends on how to the degree the better player is. And I think Joel Embiid is light years better than anyone else on that court. And to watch him just give such a subpar performance. Yes, I know he's got a torn ligament in his hand. Yes, I know he's got an orbital fracture on his face. Yes, I know he's coming off a concussion. If you get on the court, bro, none of that matters. Right. No one cares. Play. Because if you can give us 30 in game four, there's no. you should be feeling better condition-wise, rhythm-wise, for game five. 
and and, and none of it just made sense. None of it made sense at all. So I, I I'm looking at this like I've looked at this, and I've it, my thoughts on this series has changed now for the third time. After the first two games, I'm like, dude, unless Joe B comes back and plays MVP basketball, they're not going to win. He doesn't. They win game three. He does. They win game four. And then he shows up in game five like somebody stole his puppy. And James Harden literally, literally turned back into a pumpkin. Literally turned back into a pumpkin. So I don't know what to expect from this team in game six. They could win by 50. They could lose by 50. They really could. I don't know. And, and to me, having a team come out that flat, that's on the coach, man. That's on Doc Rivers. A guy, a guy should have a pulse of his team. And what we saw last night, that's massively on Doc Rivers. Uh, did they score they, 85 points? Yeah. It, How it do you was, score 85 points in a playoff game when you got the, the kind of players that you've got coming off of two wins? How do you go hit a brick wall like that? And, and two, Doc Rivers strikes me as an old school coach. Why is Joel Embiid catching the ball at the elbow? I, I, I guess I'm just too old school basketball. I'm a low left, right block. Get money. You're bigger than anybody out there. The closer you are to the basket, the quicker you can make a move, the quicker you can score, the quicker you can defeat these double teams. These guys are catching the ball at the elbow, damn near a, a toe within the three-point line. You're facing the entire stack defense at that point. It didn't work for Giannis. He had to improve his game. It doesn't work for LeBron anymore. You have to change your game. It You cannot beat one-on-five against a team this far in the playoffs. So we'll see how it works. We've got, again, back to Warriors, uh, uh, Grizzlies. Who you got tonight? Well, I like the Warriors to finish them off here without Ja, I feel like. You know, and the Warriors are just at that st- they're at the stage where Memphis isn't, right? And Memphis was at a stage that Minnesota wasn't. And right. that is winning games when you don't play your best, winning games shooting poorly, winning playoff games when your best players don't have their best games. And Golden State's just way better at that. I think with Ja or without, they've just come a longer way and there's enough guys that have played together long enough when you look at the mainstay there. And then, you know, Wiggins has been there now long enough. Uh, You know, uh, guys that can just fit in to these roles and play them uh, once they pick up on them. Um, And so, yeah, you know, as much as I wanted this series maybe to go longer and be a little more exciting with Ja out now and just the way I think, um, you know, Golden State is conducting themselves from the time they're playing well, from the time that they're not playing well right now in these playoffs, they look like, you know, they are focused on winning games regardless. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. I I, I think we're going to see a – I don't think Clay Thompson is going to go 0 for 7. I don't think Steph's going to go 2 for something. I I think Dray, I think Draymond will show up if he doesn't pull someone out of the air by their jersey again. Uh, I, I'm expecting the Warriors to close this out. I don't trust Mike Brown as a coach, so the quicker you can get this over with, the better. Um. I do trust Steph Curry. That's true. I do trust uh, Draymond Green on defense. I do trust that Klay Thompson will have a good bounce-back game because Klay historically has games like this, and then he comes out and he gives you 40. Now, with the injuries and the decline that he's had, I don't know if he can come out and give you 40, but I don't think he's going to go 0 for 7. Right, and it's almost like this this Grizzly team is going to need him to go an 0 for 7 or a 1 for 8 because – 
he's the guy that can silence a crowd. Right now, the Grizzlies' biggest asset is that they're at home. Maybe they can get off to a hot start and get that crowd, you know, juiced and hooked and going. But Clay's also the kind of guy that can just just silence a crowd early and keep them quiet for the whole night. If you told me going into the third quarter, Memphis was winning, one, I wouldn't be shocked, and two, I'd tell you the Warriors are going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Because they score in avalanches. And now with the addition of Jordan Poole, who – that was the worst game since he's been since he's been good. That was the worst game I've seen him play. He looked completely unsure what to do with the ball. They clearly can't start Jonathan Kaminga again. It has to be Otto Porter or it has to be Jordan Poole. But the, the Grizzlies are matching that with bigger lineups. So we'll see what they do. But – I Jordan, whether it be Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson, all you need is one of those dudes to to give you twenty five points, and that that'll be the end of the Grizzlies, man. I really do. I really feel that. Yeah, and I just think that uh, you know, uh, once that game gets into the second half, where where Golden State likes it, and you know, it's like a tennis match. You know, when you're mm-hmm. playing just a better tennis player, and you're looking up, and you're like, man, I'm scoring a little bit, but. This dude's about to close this set out 5-2. It's 6-2. Next one, 6-2. So you're like, ah, oh, I played pretty good, but it was a straight set, 6-2, 6-3, 6-2, holding teams down. Uh, and we'll to- see y'all. We'll see y'all next Peace. week. We'll, we'll score y'all next week. Peace. I hate how short this show is.